Does utter a powerful statement toward the end of her life. None of us can help the things life has done to us. They are done before you realize it, and once they are done, they make you do other things, until at last everything comes between you and what you'd like to be, and you have lost your true self forever. End of quote. Which of us has not flirted with the despair reflected in these sobering lines? Are we really dealt a deck of cards? all pre-designed, like a magician's pack towards a certain fixed end? Is it just an illusion that we play the game at will? We must recognize that divine intervention is nowhere near as simple a thing as we might imagine. For it to sustain us and give us staying power, to help us remain firm and see God's hand at every stage of our lives, it must look quite different from what we would usually prescribe for ourselves. It cannot be only a journey of unmistakable blessing and a path of ease. To allow God to be God, we must follow Him for who He is and what He intends, and not for what we want or what we prefer. That's what this book is all about, seeing the designing hand of God and His intervention in our lives in such a way that we know He has a specific purpose for each of us and that He will carry us through until we meet Him face to face and know ourselves completely. An Unexpected Face Some years ago I was speaking in South Africa. I felt fortunate to be there during a major cricket match between South Africa and the West Indies. The manager of the South African team came to one of my speaking engagements and he was able to get me tickets close to the player's viewing box. I had a marvelous time. As we spoke, he told me of his newfound faith in Jesus Christ. It happened in a very strange way, he said. He explained that he'd been a confirmed skeptic most of his life and felt quite hostile towards those with any belief in God. Then, one Easter Sunday morning, as he sat by his swimming pool, he heard the strains of Easter hymns highlighting Jesus' resurrection coming from a television inside the house. It irritated him. Then at one point, bear in hand, he muttered a whim. If you really are who you say you are, he demanded, show yourself to me. That's all he said. Really, a bit of a taunt. No more than half an hour later, as he stared at the pool, he seemed to see the features of Jesus' face as portrayed in famous paintings, sort of rippling on the surface of the water, appearing and then disappearing. At first it startled him. Then he just brushed it off, figuring he had consumed one too many beers. By the time he woke up early the next morning, he had almost forgotten the experience. But as he walked toward his bathroom, wouldn't you know it, there was that face again somehow embedded in the grain of the door. Now it really grabbed his attention. Within the next hour as he got ready for the day, he saw the same features on three doors in different rooms suddenly coming together to form the face of Christ, almost like the piece of a puzzle interlocked in a time-lapsed sequence. He became afraid to look at any more doors. It turned out this was all he needed. His life took a turn, and he came to believe that God knew what it was going to take to win him over. Near the end of our conversation, almost offhandedly, he said something that really piqued my curiosity. Those images are still as visible on the doors today as they were then, he declared. You can see them today, I asked. 
Yes, would you like to come over this week? I jumped at the chance. Talk cricket and see a miracle at the same time? To me, that would be as dramatic an evidence of God's intervention as I could have wanted. I said as much to him with a twinkle in my eye and, of course, tongue in cheek. We set the date for my wife and me to have dinner in his home. I could hardly wait. When the day finally arrived, after the initial pleasantries, I said, Can I see those images on the doors now? He delightedly ushered me to the bedroom and took me to the vantage point from where he had made his first sighting. I have to admit that as soon as he positioned me, one look at the grain of the wood and I knew exactly what he was pointing to. Wow, I said, I can see that. I stared and stared and I could see why a man who wanted such a sign could not miss such a hint. Then we visited the next room where I had to tilt my head this way and that before I could see any image.